There, it's her. The she-devil herself. The Viceroy, Yotsuyu. Oh shit, she's, she's really torturing all those people. We've got to get in there and help them. Stay back. I will go in by myself to buy time. You make your way to the Confederate village over there and get allies to rally against her. But the Confederates, the people who, who hate us? I'm like level 75 at this point. I can just solo her. I can just go in. You fool. The Empire will come crashing down on us and they'll kill all the villagers in retaliation. No, I must go in and surrender myself completely to the Mistress Yotsuyu. I, I feel... I feel like this, if we save all these people, it would inspire them to rise up against the Empire, which is what we're here to do, right? I know you can't stand the thought of losing your dear friend, but I am willing to endure whatever it takes to stop Yotsuyu from stepping on anyone else. That's not what I said at all. Why would she step? She's making them shoot each other. I vow I will bear the full weight of the responsibility of the mistress's foot torture. Nobody else should get to be hurt. It's not fair. Get to... I'm killing her, fucking pervert. You, sir, are a stranger in these lands, and I will not have you causing turmoil and passing judgment when you will not be the one bearing the consequences of your actions. Now go! (sighs) Okay. Godspeed. I will be over here talking to the uh, Confederates. Yotsuyu! Leave the villagers. It's me you want! Oh, kill him. Ah, damn it! This episode of Stormbuds, it's the one we got stepped on. That's it. It's nothing else. What it, we're getting stepped on. We're back. Hi. Um, yes. Thank you so much for announcing that we are back with an episode of Stormbuds. Um, I'm am no, I'm I'm am I'm am your murder a mite marom marmatzes, and this is my murder mar my malamambrang. What? Are you the Swedish chef? What just happened there? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I am your host, Alex <laughs> and my co-host, Jerome no, Barbatsis. No. It's my podcast now. No. Lost, you've lost hosting privileges. I have not. This, this is garbage. Um, yeah, a full disclosure, I am hopped up on about 1,500 milligrams of Tylenol because <laughs> I had a migraine today, but we got to record. Uh, that's what it takes. Yeah, the, 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 if you're new here... Oh boy, this is a Final Fantasy XIV uh, recap podcast. On the previous episode, previous what? Previous episode, we just arrived in Kugane after um, a failed rebellion attempt in Garabania, and some uh, ship graveyard nonsense led us uh, to fight a war on a different front in Kugane. And on this episode, we will actually live in Kugane for a hot sec. Isn't that right? Yeah, basically. Kind of. We run around, we do some stuff, then we get on another ship. Not exactly. Mm. We just kind of cross a strait, which yeah. I thought well, was going to yeah. be more like a sea, but it's more like a marshland? Or I like, don't know. It's not, it's a it's pretty not a marshland. Deep. Anyway, um, before we get into that, we have our opening segment, our catch-up segment. We got our side quests going on. How about you start us off with any, any side quests you played over the break? 
Uh, you know, I, I did pick something up. It's this um obscure indie game. It's like Dwarf Tunnel, Dwarf Mine. Deep Rock Galactic? Hmm? <laughs> Is it Deep Rock Galactic? Yeah, that one. Okay, now I've started playing Dwarf Fortress. Because okay. <laughs> Dwarf Fortress got that big re-release, and it has been... Oh, okay. It's been... It's way easier to play Dwarf Fortress now. <laughs> what is Dwarf Fortress? Dwarf Fortress is sort of your original colony sim. If you think your your rim worlds, mm. your oxygen not included, all those, they're all based on the original sort of Dwarf Fortress, which was an ASCII okay. game from like that's been in development since two thousand four by these two brothers who have just done an insane job of making it an incredibly deep simulation of everything and. Mm. So, like, you you get your dwarves, and you take them out into the mountains, and you start digging a mine, and then the goblins attack, and then a dwarf cuts off a goblin head and fashions a helmet out of it, and then runs around scaring the other dwarves, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, the floor collapses, and everyone dies. And then you start again. All right. No, but it's it's a game that historically has been very difficult to get into because um, the interface has been... Like I said, ASCII art, and everything is keyboard-driven, and it's very hard to do even basic things until you get a handle on it. Oh. And they finally did a proper official Steam release in which you can do things like click with the mouse to indicate where you would like the dwarves to dig tunnels. Or what? open a menu that shows you everyone's status all at once. That's absurd. <laughs> it just, I don't know, I'm, I'm having a lot, e- I've dabbled with Dwarf Fortress on and off over the last 10 years, basically. Oh. And... It is so much easier to just get them to do basic things that you want them to do now, which is making it easier for me to kind of get deeper into the systems and start engaging in some of the ambitious projects, mm. like trying to make a lava dam. Mm. Fabulous. Well, thank you for sharing. I did not know about that. I mean, I think I maybe heard about it, but uh, cool. That's the kind of thing you're into. What I have been playing recently, I, um, in a very timely manner, have... Uh, done my first playthrough with a friend of untitled goose game <laughs> oh that was fun <laughs> yeah it was i was just kind of say like everyone was streaming it in 2020 does that one 2020 came out? Yeah. yeah um but i say i was saving it for like i don't know it was like i don't need to play this on my own but if i ever have reason to and then i like made friends with somebody recently who's like not super into gaming but i wanted to hang out and i was like this is it this is the time <laughs> how, how have you found the puzzle to line in that game because it was nice of... it was simple but okay. nice well, like you didn't like get caught up on anything i find that we, we did specific. the two player so i didn't okay. do any one player stuff so i don't know but yeah it was like we had two brains working on it so we didn't get stuck um really it was fun i liked it it's uh well cool great that was uh, that was our side quests, our uh, holiday diversions, our holiday diversions. Um, why don't we jump right back into this? Uh, what before my Tylenol wears off? <laughs> Try and get through uh, up to around level sixty three of Storm blood can we do a 45 minute episode tonight probably not probably we're gonna try we're gonna do our best y'all we want to respect your time um the first quest is the man from ulda right am i wrong no you're correct i did notes we've arrived in kogane and we need to find passage to doma across the what sea is this again the ruby sea the ruby sea i was gonna say the red sea but it's the ruby sea no that one's in real life yeah, but as Alphano reminds us, we are on a budget, so we need to find a cheap passage over the Ruby Sea, which means that Tatro needs to go drinking. Mm-hmm. So we need to find the nearest inn. We wander into yonder inn. We are awed by the scale of the architecture because everything in here is genuinely very large, mm-hmm. extremely high ceilings in this part of the world. 
And uh, we immediately run into this guy named Hancock, who is a representative of Lolo Rito's trading company. And if you're like me, you thought, why would we want anything to do with that guy? Lolo Rito is an asshole. Hmm. But <laughs> apparently we're going to entertain his offer. And um, Alphano is kind of like, we're suspicious of you. You work for Lolo Rito. That guy sucks. And he's like, no, like, seriously, I'm dropping the act a little bit. There's spies everywhere, and including the Empire. Come back to the office. We got to talk quietly. Let's get out of public. Dumbasses. And it's like, okay, fine. To the offices. Yeah, it's either Lolo Rito or maybe the Empire or maybe, I don't know, something else. Who knows? Let's go. Let's, so we go to his place to Netflix and chill. Um, and which, which, like, a thing that I actually like here is that they walk us through town and there's these bits where this like mm. different architectural style this where like is... all the foreigners live which is very actually true to like it's true to my experience of being in cities like shanghai where you just you wander around and all of a sudden you're like oh there's a bunch of like 19th century french architecture for like six blocks here and then the rest of the city continues beyond mm-hmm. it this is part of the where the streets are paved with koban quest where we get the, the tour of the city we also learn about the sekisei gumi uh i'll save you that pronunciation where <laughs> Seki, no <laughs> there you go Sekisegumi. um they will get your ass if you fight they are an authoritarian samurai um what the hell is the word for it the, militia the toku the shogunate kind shogunate, of sure, yeah okay. i was like mm-hmm. what is the word like tokugawa dynasty what is it what is it shogunate yeah um kind of they um and he makes a really good teleji at joke <laughs> about <laughs> don't, don't start any trouble or the say sec uh, i no i can't say it. the seki segumi will make sure you end up like your friend to legi at a legi that guy got his head cut off like you can't make that joke <laughs> it was your boss that orchestrated all that oh no um but but with the following quest by the grace of lord lolorito we are brought to the office and we um are given a little bit of context as to why Lolorito is suddenly being real nice. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, th- they all... Aiding the Doman Liberation Front will also kind of serve their interests. Also, and we killed Nidhogg. We did kill Nidhogg. <laughs> also, also, we convinced an entire city-state to join the Alliance. Maybe he doesn't want to be our enemy. That's true. <laughs> we have very powerful friends. <laughs> Um, but yes, go on about that as well. It does align with their interest to to make sure that the empire doesn't fuck up their trade routes. <laughs> yes, basically. So, um, so we're looking for Yugiri and Gosetsu. He's heard of both of them, and we have to cross the Ruby Sea, which is not controlled by any land power, but by a group called the Confederacy, who I wish had a different name. Um, they're a seagoing maritime collective who basically collect protection money of everyone who crosses the Ruby Sea. And the Empire ignored this for a while, which was great for business. Um, but the new Viceroy over there, who we're going to meet shortly, is really not having it. Mm-hmm. And so the Confederacy is saying that they will no longer basically like provide protection as you cross the sea. And so like this is obviously screwing with Lolorito's business interests in Doma. And also Yugiri and Gosetsu uh, were struggling to secure passage as well. So we need to either find them here in town, still trying to cross the sea. Or if they got across, we need to also figure out how to follow them. Mm-hmm. Yes, and for yeah, that is that. This is literally what a confederacy is. <laughs> there's okay. no, there's okay. no other word for it. They right. are is... ex, they have confederated. That's true. <laughs> They've made a point that these are um, domains who have rejected the 
identity and the whatever that they're sovereign citizens and that's what it comes yes to. they're a loose alliance of sort of like similarly positioned individuals uh yeah no which i mean i think it's right because also we shouldn't trust them because they're kind of shitty they are kind of <laughs> shitty to us yeah uh the the empire doesn't really oh god what did you basically say just yeah summarizing it again the empire kind of lets the confederates exist Right on this, they're thing. kind of too much trouble to squash out. Is the impression I get? I guess, or they're just like whatever. Sure, they're not helping. Yeah, there's just chaos among Doma. So whatever, this works for us. <laughs> um, but they uh, the empire is getting a little bit more brazen these days. I think mm-hmm. by the time we get there, we'll see what that, what that's all about. Yeah, but yeah, we got to pay the ruby freaking tithe, and we can't freaking get over there. So I was getting ahead of myself. A good samurai is hard to find is our next quest. Mm-hmm. Because now it's time for us to split up and pursue all avenues of inquiry. And, and to, to do aid so. Us, aid, to aid us in this, we're giving <laughs> two very good sketches of you giving us that How long did those take? Yeah, Alfino probably oh has been God. working on these for a while. <laughs> Alfino's artistic um, kind of... The bit that Alfino is an incredible artist is always funny. <laughs> to me <laughs> you know he works on it in his spare time that we never see off screen <laughs> he's got these like beautiful charcoal portraits of yugiri and gosetsu that multiple copies of by the way <laughs> they're, they're beautiful charcoal portraits but they also do look like the exactly concept like art them. like yeah like they, oh, yeah they look like they look like they were like concept like if i had an art book of like you know like the production of final fantasy oh 14, probably, yeah would, get, that would probably be in there but mm-hmm. why not i guess yeah it's totally. funny <laughs> Um, so we go to the bath first, um, which is creepy and weird. And they have a <laughs> very like, strict privacy policy. And they're like, uh, no, we don't talk about clients who come in here. No, we're not going to tell you who came to bathe with us, you creepy weirdo. <laughs> That's weird, you stalker. So then we go to the hostelry, which mm-hmm. la- the lady who runs that whole arrangement is like, look, okay, we have a culture of neutrality here, which means uh, this is what I'll do for you. I will help you find them, but then anyone who comes looking for you, I'm going to help them find you too. Which seems like a pretty good deal if no one's after you, but uh, <laughs> eh. I mean, we we're sure. What else can we do? Like, yeah, that makes that's what we're here to do. Yeah, we're, but so so she gives us the name of a bunch of different like you know captains around the area, people who have boats and stuff, and we all go chase them down. And all of them have spoken with Gosetsu, but no one has seen Yugiri, which is interesting. Makes sense. But yeah, it's like why? Why they keep bringing it up? They they really hammer home that nobody saw her um there's one other guy though yeah oh yeah yeah it, there's one final merchant and we before we speak to him the quest we start is called it's probably a trap which sets the tone for the entire mm-hmm. thing probably so the there is a uh merchant named Gyodo who uh we get i don't know how we get word of but i think lease from lease was oh lease ran found, into him mm-hmm. found a merchant lease found out that Gyoto was the one who was seen speaking to Gosetsu and then whatever. But yes, um, this merchant named Gyoto, we uh, we are going to meet at the top of the the top floor. Well, not the not the top of the the, the hostelry. Upper floor of the hostelry. If you know what I mean, if you know what the top of the hostelry is, you know what the top of the hostelry is. We, did, we did not do that. I Alex does that not know. Do. Alex does not know. I do. I've done it. It's not easy to get there. Is that where the sex happens? Oh no! It's much worse than that. <laughs> and it's not a story thing I'm talking about. It's a jumping puzzle. 
Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> it's a really hard jumping puzzle. <laughs> so when I said when I said we went to the top of the hostelry, hostelry I was like, oh wait, no, <laughs> we didn't. But start, we went to the top floor. Got to start practicing in that golden saucer. Uh oh yeah, that's a good idea. Um, we uh kind of confused at first because we don't really see anyone right to talk to. But then we look down, look down, and there's a wonderful. <laughs> Little catfish little man. Little catfish person. With a bell. And and Lise has a bunch of racist shit. Yeah, she she, she <laughs> is like astounded by this talking fish man. Yeah. And he is rightfully kind of offended by all of that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I did get your friend's passage across the sea. He doesn't say it like that. His speech affect is, I don't even quite know how to try and convey it. Um, He is... If you are a Star Trek fan i would consider these somewhat similar to ferengi sure okay <laughs> kind of right they're a little they're a little goblin-esque little yes yes sort of yes yes, yes, yes passage yes. across the sea i can secure for you yes yes kind of somewhere a mix between the ferengi and yoda <laughs> from star wars <laughs> but nowhere near as wise as either honestly <laughs> and he's like yes i got them passage across the sea and i can do the same thing for you mm-hmm. on the same day it's very easy as long as you can pay and Elise is immediately credulous and she's like yeah of course sounds great we found the guy tataro will go give us the money we need right um yeah basically that's our plan and so we're, we're supposed to meet him at sunset with our companions and i quote lots of gill lots of gill we so we we do talk about this like this is this is probably a trap. There's no way this is just magically going to work out in our favor. But what else are we going to do? We may as well just go with it and deal with the consequences. And Lisa's like, look, like either he's legit or he also ran the same scam on Gosetsu and Yugiri, in which case we just find out what he did to them and then go mm-hmm. get them. Basically, um, so we meet him uh, at the bridge. It's taking a while for him to get there, right? Um, which is weird yeah no he he shows up finally and he's like great come with me down to the shoreline and then he tries to turn around he does have to do a full u-turn he cannot (laughs) he does he does a full u-turn he cannot pivot on his heels he has to move slightly he's like three feet tall and he does like a seven foot radius u-turn yeah it's just (laughs) it's a three foot tall big uh bug-eyed kind of well catfish head face like the eyes are on the side of the head big whiskers little stubby legs little stubby arms and he just he squeaks when it walks you know kind of squick squick um and it's really funny so we get to the bottom of the dock and there's no boat no there's no boat of course it was a fucking trap it's a trap and yep it was also imperials yeah he calls oh so those are imperials yes those are from the imperial consulate got it. okay he sold us up to the imperials but then we get but then the law enforcement comes out later yeah, the law enforcement, the Seki Segumi comes out later, but the first thing we run into are Imperials. They are wearing different uniforms than we're used to. They're yes. wearing their kind of consular or their, their embassy. I don't know what, but this is like the Doman Imperial thing. They wear this kind of black pot helm without any red on it, but it's got this like gold um, ribboning throughout the jacket and stuff like that. Uh, you'll see a lot more of it. I'm sure. The um so Lise. the cutscene the cutscene ends with uh lease this is a pretty well-known moment but lease um turning to 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 Gyoto and saying well well we call an ambulance but not for me and she kicks him she punches into, him the, into the olympic she football punts him into the air 
uh, carries him like a sack of potatoes as, as he lands unconscious on her shoulder and says, well, here we go. Um, and then we get into a duty and we do have to fight the Imperials. We fight them a bit and we fight the first wave and then we, we just sneak around town after that. Well, yeah, the 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 air, the, the, the raid sirens go off. The Sekisei Gumi are made aware of the violence that is happening in their streets. Um, that is Chekhov's Imperial State. Chekhov's Shogunate is now here to enforce the laws that... <laughs> We were um, that were foreshadowed, so we do have to do a little bit of a Metal Gear Solid sneak back into um, into the office. The most generous Metal Gear Solid stealth <laughs> sequence I've ever played. Well, Metal Gear Solid One was pretty generous. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was it was definitely easier than Metal Gear Solid, but yes, I beat this in one try. And uh, mm. well, you always beat every duty in one try. It's true. I guess you're right. I shouldn't mm-hmm. call it out. It's not like it's anything unusual, right? Making the catfish sing is the following quest, well, right? So, so the, well, oh, yeah, no, what no, happens no, no. here is we only get back to base safely yes. because we meet up with Soroban. Soroban is a green turtle kappa man. He's a Kojin. He's a Kojin. Okay, that's that's mm-hmm. what they're called. Yeah. He's a Kojin, and he like is like, here, come with me. I'll help you get back to your base. And he helps us basically, like, he creates a diversion. And then we get to sneak back to, you know, to Hancock's, like, yeah, you know, he trading basically base. just hides us and then says, they went that away. Yeah, it's a pretty good diversion. <laughs> I worked. He's like, oh, those dicks. <laughs> and so we're like, we're like, hey, why did you help us out? We don't even know you. And he's like, well, you know, stuff's not great for my people these days. No one will trade with us. So I figure I help you out. Hancock and his firm will be indebted to me. Maybe they'll trade with me. And Hancock is like, you are correct. That's exactly what's happening. And then everyone's happy. <laughs> also, he has a ship we can use. Oh, how convenient. Okay, time for us to interrogate this little fish man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, we, we basically, like, you know, we kind of get, get answers out of him, and we find out he was approached by Gosetsu. He stole Gosetsu out to the Garleans. Gosetsu fought his way out of that. Of course he did. Mm-hmm. So then the local, like, the... Sekusume? Sekisegumi. Sekisegumi. Sure. Sekisegumi. <laughs> the, the, the local cops came and locked him up. At which point Hancock goes, oh, that's easy. We could just bribe them. So we basically accompany Hancock to the barracks. And Hancock's like, look, I'll go in alone and I'll just grease some palms and get your guy out. Fabulous. And we wait for a while. We wait for a long time. And then we hear some noises. Yes, we hear Gosetsu yelling a challenge from inside. Oh, no. We better go save. We better bust into the precinct and save him. Basically. And so we rush in and we discover that he has a wooden blade and he's sparring with like, you know, the, the, the local constable staff. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not pronouncing that again. And he's like, <laughs> the staff. Just say samurai. The samurai. He's sparring with the local samurai cops and he's won 10 bouts in a row. And it turns out that once he got arrested, he basically made friends with them. And was like, look, hey, if I can beat 10 of you in a row, I get to go free. And they were like, yes, yeah, sounds great. Okay. What? All right, fine. I... And Hancock walks out and is like, oh, I guess I wasn't needed here. I hope he didn't hand the money over. <laughs> he may have. Not our problem. Um, so we ask him about Yukirian shit, right? I can't remember if we do. Yeah, so we, we go back. This is the next quest. Once mm. more to the Ruby Sea. We go back to base. We ask about Yuguri, and he's like, yeah, we split up to improve our chances of finding Lord Heen, our, the heir to the Domen throne, a powerful voice for liberation, and their master. Ooh. He led the rebellion. But Oh, wait, sorry. This is way, way back. 
Yeah. Sorry, this is not the, this is not them splitting up in this village like a day ago. This is them splitting up like back in the day when they oh. were both under Lord Heen. Yeah. And then Heen led the rebellion, but Xenos crushed it. And so he and Yugiri flee. He bade Yuri, Yugiri to flee with as many people as she could, which is why she shows up on our shores back like, you know, two and a half expansions ago. Right. Which he, is how this whole thing gets started. Yes. So Heen um, was, is the... Kind of the heir to the throne. Yeah, yeah, the previous one, Cayenne. Fun fact is the... Okay, so I guess I'll talk about it now. So Hien is the yeah, the, the heir to the Doman throne, son of Lord Cayenne. Um, and Cayenne is the correct way to pronounce Cyan. Cyan being the samurai character from the nation of Doma from Final Fantasy VI. Oh. So it got mistranslated to Cyan as opposed to actually being Cayenne which would make a lot more sense in, with how you pronounce Japan. But like, yeah, this is kind of a callback. This whole thing is kind of a callback to sort of that nation. And let me tell you, Doma also not in a good spot in Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> that, that, I, this nation is a punching bag for this company. <laughs> I would not have made that connection. Yeah. Did you play Six? Years ago. Yes. I, it's the same. It's, it's not the, the same, same Doma, but, but it's like, like the same story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah. Same, same, also beaten up by the Empire yes. <laughs> Doma. <laughs> so, stuff's, cool. not, stuff's not going good in Doma now, which is why Gosetsu was sent after Yugiri. Mm-hmm. And this is also where we learned the name of the new Viceroy, Yotsuyu. Yotsuyu, yes. She. Ah, is a well, black hearted villainess. She's wonderful. <laughs> she's she's an icon and she's one of my favorites <laughs> she's so nasty but we're not there yet um open water is our next quest right we yeah to we, just, we, we get through bc we cool oh we, we do cross halfway over and then suddenly some narration kicks in oh um yeah. and oh we also we, we, i think we left alphano behind oh yeah that's so, whatever we don't need him whatever uh-huh <laughs> It's also what we see, and like, and it's like, okay, um, we're halfway across the sea, and we meet up with the Confederacy at an outpost to basically be like, hey, do we need to pay you guys? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? How do we yeah, that's boys further? with boats. We meet up with Town Sui and pay the tithes. Yeah, open water is just like, oh, we made it with narration, and then try pay the tithes, but he tries to extort us a bit. It's like, like he's like, uh, that. that would be a, that would have been a good tithe amount yesterday, but today it's triple. <laughs> Our rates went up, and we're like, what the fuck? Why? And then. We find out why shortly. <laughs> and, well, he says here, like, someone runs up and, like, tells him something needs his attention. And oh. so he's like, look, okay, consider the tithe paid for your friends. Not for what they have done, but for what they will do. Which we all find very confusing. And looking back now, I'm still confused by what does he think we're going to do? <sighs> give him a smooch? I don't know. Okay, may not be. <laughs> we give him a smooch. Give him a little smooch? Okay, anyway, so, but we kind of rush after them, like, okay, what did he get called away for? What's going on here? We have to poke our nose into everything. Mm. And basically, there's some Imperials in a boat just offshore. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're basically, like, saying, like, look, we're not going to pay you. If we wanted to, we could bring down the entire fleet and destroy you. So, you know, we're not going to pay and go ahead and fire on us if you want. And our guy, Tensui. Tensui? Sure. Tensui. Tensui, he just he goes from being sort of like this kind of blowhard with us to just really being like, "Come on, guys, you have yeah. so much money. Can you like spare some of it for us, please?" This character is a little weird. And the guards are like, "Fuck no!" And they sail off. Yeah, this is a little. This guy's 
He's wishy-washy and weird, and I don't like him. Um, and he's got a dumb goatee. <laughs> but you th- so we noticed that the cogent of the red, right? Did we, yeah. did we learn the, the cogent well, of the red at this so point? There, we kind of get it here. There are two mm. cogent factions, the red cogent and the blue cogent. And- All right, Soroban is hiding. By the way, yes, Soroban, our cogent friend, our turtle he is man, nowhere near to be found. He's out no. of this, yeah. and it looks like the red cogent are currently all working as mercenaries for the empire, mm-hmm. and the blue cogent are off. Some, not we're, we're going to meet them. We're, we're like they're just off, not being mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Um, Lise gives us a little. Why not fight back? And it's like we just went over this in Garibani. <laughs> we are boys with boats. We would get crushed. Like we get one, we'd get crushed. Two, even if we won, we would get crushed later. <laughs> Like, we just, we just okay, right, fine. Um, to bend with the wind is the upcoming quest. Uh, we settle- he does tell us really quick that the oh, viceroy's in a nearby sake. village, so that's why we know where she is. Okay, yeah, right. I'm sorry, I'm being pedantic. Uh, to bend with the wind. To bend with the wind. Business settled with the Confederates. Sorban has sent us to Isari, and now the cutscene begins. <laughs> we get a big cutscene here, and we meet the lady. Well, we we hear some commotion in the village. And we see uh, the lady Yotsuyu coming out in her beautiful black kimono, long black hair, very long smoking tobacco pipe. <laughs> She's described as a traitor who sold out her homeland to the Garleans, which oh, we're yeah. going to learn it's actually kind of complicated. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And and, the, and Green Nivart is there as well. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the fucking hammer guy is everywhere. How is he everywhere? Hello, I'm Green Nivart. <laughs> I am here too because I got demoted <laughs> from and, and running away. And she's just, she's so mean to this village. She's just berating them for being filthy and telling them that like oh, their yeah. domains and domains are awful and they deserve mm-hmm. to get crushed by the Garleans. And she just, she just seems like a mean lady. She's pretty nasty. She, uh, one domain tries to curry favor with her by saying, I'll serve the empire. And she's like, cool, that's great. Hey, kill this traitor. <laughs> so she gives him a gun, points at this guy who tried to run away. He's like, obviously he's trying to run away. That makes him a bad person who doesn't like the Empire, right? If you like the Empire, you'll kill him. And then he does. <laughs> yeah. She just <laughs> He kills him. He kills the other person. She's like, cool. Now <laughs> See those old people over there? Kill them too. Kill and them he's like, too. we don't need those. They're my parents. And she's like, Well, I mean, I I thought you like the empire she's a to- she's totally regina george <laughs> and so then he pulls the gun on her and the guards shoot him down where he stands yeah he, do- he does it he does he pulls the gun on her and he like hesitates a second he's not like that vine kid and again we're in the same spot we were in alamigo right like we can't just rush in and stop this because we can't bring the full force of the empire down in this village rebecca it's not what it looks like <laughs> i won't hesitate bitch <laughs> I couldn't go without I couldn't go without saying it. Anyway, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> um and much like uh we've alluded to in our opening bit, Ghost Hetsu goes to get himself captured. Uh you know, for some reason. He wants us to buy some time. Lise wants to rush in headlong to to save everyone again. Of course she does. Because she hasn't figured it out yet. And Gosetsu's like, no, go get the Confederates. I'll go, go to, to this go to she, doesn't, tower. she doesn't even tell us. She's like, go go towards that tower over there. There'll there'll be some allies over there. And we're like, all right, I guess. Um and then we get and then that's basically it. We have to 
swim across. Well, you have to swim across. I get to fly across yeah, on I'd my flying tri- triple triad card. That's <sighs> fun. So much water in this area. Not nowhere near as bad. Seven as the sea out of, of ten. Too much water. <laughs> nowhere near as bad as the sea of clouds. But at least until this next bit yeah. here, kind of the most annoying yeah, area to navigate. It was a little. It's a little annoying for you. But all that's going to change. I mean, I could have taken you in my car, but I just chose not to. The you did con- not to. I asked you to, and you said no. <laughs> I said no. You swim. <laughs> This is what this expansion gave us, and you're going to experience swimming. <laughs> um, Confederate consternation. What we run into? Uh, we we run into. We're on the island, right? And then there's a dead freaking seal or whatever with like some arrows in it. We're like, oh, okay, there are people here who hunted this thing. Let's go find them. And we find out it's the damn Confederates. <laughs> it's them. It's them again. God, how are we going to get there? Just, ugh, damn it. Fine. Our guy Tansui is here, and he's really surprised to see us, but he's like, okay, look, I will take you to meet Captain Rasho. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go talk to Rasho, and he's like pretty candid. He's like, look, uh, we don't get involved in this stuff. You guys are accomplished warriors yourselves. Seems like you can handle it. And Alistair's like, yeah, but we need to stay secret as long as possible. So like, if you could fight our battles for us, that would help with our kind of mission of espionage. Yeah, so that does not go well for him, but we do... You know what it's time for us to do? Put on our goody two shoes. And do some side quests around town. Yep. Um, to make people like us. Yes. So we did side quests around town. The Sea Hold Salvation, arrow, some arrows thing, and third quest. Those are my notes. The I sea have hold no salva- notes. We, I don't know. We retrieve some the sea does. The Sea Hold Salvation is the only one I thought was worth talking about because there is this kind of like cowardly perceived aura um, that is actually like... Uh, he was like shirking his duties, right? But like, actually, he was like holding a burial, like a, a semi-Viking oh, right. burial suit for a friend to make sure that her corpse didn't wash back up, um, so that she found like salvation in the sea. And it's like, oh, I guess that's why we're all kind of here at the sea because we found we saw hope with the Confederacy uh, as a, a means of escape and salvation from basically the empire, right? And it's like, hmm, wonder if we can tap into that. Mm-hmm. Wonder if there are. I wonder if there are also any other Aura oh, <laughs> later who have a connection to the sea. Um, oh, will there be? Yeah, this, this third quest is very. Oh fun. right, right. Yeah, like later. immediately, like yeah, we're going to quickly. very quickly. Yeah. Now. Okay. Um, the, but Alice the, Stones is Alice the Stones only is chore the, quest yeah. that matters. Basically, we end up killing some sharks, but there is also a pirate being attacked by a red cogen. Um, off to the east. And we learned that Yatsuyu is using the Red Kojin to round up Confederates. Um, and that's no good, right? So like, oh, Ally said, we go back to, oh, now I've forgotten his name. Rancho? Rancho. 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 Um, he's like, you're just going to let that happen? or And the pirates say, yes. Yes, basically. They're like, look, like, let her have and a pound <laughs> of flesh, okay? We better... Like they seem, they seem pretty beaten down. These people do not have it in them to fight back. And Lee says, "Wow, you suck." <laughs> Alice say though gets a gets a bright idea. She says, "Okay, hear me out. What if we take care of the Kojin?" And the pirates are like, "All right, we're listening." And then she turns to us and she says, "What if you <laughs> beat the shit out of the Kojin?" And we say, we just say. Yeah, that sounds cool. Okay, sure. Let's go, let's go get some mercenaries. <laughs> let's go deal with that. Um, so the because f- next... like the Kojin really seem to be like the backbone of force in this region. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're not the... that many imp- imperial mm-hmm. soldiers. There were like four at the camp, and mostly just the Kojin are kind of taking this opportunity to 
be a little greedy with their power. Um, next quest, Under the Sea! Under the Sea. Ha ha ha. is now realizing that she has kind of a lot. She's like standing out on the docks pensive and she like has a lot to learn in terms of being inspirational and not a total judgmental uh, monster lady. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, she maybe she needs to, to stop judging these people who are oppressed. Well, and also she's kind of sulking because she's like, I'm not charismatic or smart enough to come up with really cool plots on the spot like Alice is. That's true. <laughs> At least she knows it. And Alice is like, there, there. When we all get back, we're going to go get donuts from my favorite shop in Limsa Lominsa. <laughs> Ooh, donuts. <laughs> all right, let's go. So we um, know where the blue... Yeah, the, are they the the, the Isle of Beko? It's to the Isle of of Beko. Um, it takes a little while, and Alex, I have a note here. Alex is vis- uh, audibly frustrated, but I but this is the last time you have to swim without a mouth <laughs> at this point. So, well, I, I'm going to be honest here. I I swam over. Point. I swam over where the Ethernet crystal is on the map. Oh yeah, and even still, I did not anticipate what was coming. I was like, "Is it just? Is it just like an island going to rise up in a bit? Is it up like, in the where sky is this somewhere?" Crystal? And I it was did. like, "You didn't anticipate under the sea." <laughs> 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 like, no, right. somehow I did not. All right, well, so, that's cool. That's good for you. So we get to the Isle of Beko, and it's a that's big cave. Big, it's a big cave, and you're like, "God, this thing's fucking huge." I'm like, "Just come on, <laughs> come on." At the other end of the cave is a giant underwater kingdom in a big bubble. Mm-hmm. I have a note here that says, like the Gungans from Star Wars Episode One. Wow. I don't remember that. I haven't seen those in a while. Uh, I should rewatch those movies. I don't know that you need to. I think I do. <laughs> you know how much I love High Camp. You know, um, okay. <laughs> and who do we run into? But one of the people who lives here, Saruban. Saruban. <laughs> Weird, right? Um, but he's a little more weird to see us. Um, and we say, Hey, we're going to go beat up some red cogent. Um, and we're going to, do you have any idea how to do that? And he's like, yep, I got a plan. <laughs> Let me tell you everything about our people and their culture. Yeah. Okay. So all of creation is a tapestry interwoven with the divine. Kami can be found in the great and the small. They come and go as they please, favoring vessels, the ancient, the precious. The cogent go out and seek these vessels, bringing them back for they bring prosperity and joy to them and their children. And the guardians would interfere with these efforts. So the red cogent ally with them and pretend to be mercenaries so they can carry out their religious quests. The twisted and misguided path to denying their faith. Nice. Two breaths. <laughs> Almost one. <laughs> yeah next time you do do have to do that it has to be when one breath yeah I'll, I'll... <laughs> i think that would be really fun for everyone um cool well did you get all that great <laughs> in saraban we trust we have to um figure out how to breathe underwater basically he doesn't really tell us that's what's happening but he's like all right well this is ritual we got to do and to do it you're gonna have to go back up there and get some what some jellyfish crap and some and, so, and some rocks and some coral I don't know. It's, just, it's yeah, yeah. It doesn't it's, matter. It's a kill so, quest. It's a fetch quest. What we're doing? Yeah, okay, okay. So they haven't told us the full plan. They're just mm-hmm. saying, look, we'll tell you phase two of the plan, but first we got to complete this ritual. And so we go and we get the stuff, and then we complete the ritual and make an offering to the sea, mm-hmm. and then we get bubbled, and then now we can breathe underwater. Right. Um. And we get a uh, a really there's I think this is pretty new to Star and Blood. They're they're getting a little more um. Getting a more, a little bit more liberal with their cinematography, they, um, they mention they talk about Alfino at this point, right? And she says, "Well, I like, yeah, I'm perfectly capable of swimming." Alice is very good, unlike my brother, brother. And then there's one Dutch angle. No, she's there's one Dutch angle with like a a a drum sound effect. 
She says, unlike my brother. And then there's another Dutch angle, which if you don't know what a Dutch angle is, it's just like an, a tilted camera angle where the, the subject is at an angle, like a diagonal. And it meant, it's meant to convey um, intensity. And then there's a, a, the Dutch angle in the opposite direction with a louder drum effect. And she says, somehow the boy just isn't very boy. <laughs> which I wrote that line down. It's very good. <laughs> they, they really... They're really starting to go in with their with their with their with the extra extra little details for the just for those moments of levity. LSA is great. LSA is incredible. <laughs> um, the next quest is, I believe, called "Forever and Ever Apart," where we um we go to a different we village. go to a different underwater bubble village. We get we swim uh, there. We get well. We don't swim there. I don't know. We get we get blessed with the gift of some temporary manta rays as mounts. Um. And we can, we can summon those back, or you can just ride your normal mount. But that's pretty cool. Uh, we end up in a place called Suino Sato, which is this, yeah, again, underwater bubble, little port hole egresses. You can just get in there and listen. We don't know how this happens. Whatever. It's Final Fantasy. Who cares? We go and we um, are met with a bunch of Aura. Finally, yeah. a place where Ora live. These dragon people—they're just—it's like it's like an isolated sort of colony of them here under the water, where mm-hmm. they have retreated basically for safety and isolation. Yeah, these are the Ra'en, I believe, the the, the lighter skinned ones. I don't think are you? Yeah, you're a Ra'en, right? I think. Yep. Yeah. So this is, I guess, we somewhere where your character would be from. I don't know where the hell mine would be from. I'm a male Viera. Where the hell are they from? The forest-ish, I guess. Somewhere. Eh, we'll find out. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> The it doesn't really matter uh, that much, but it's like it's usually is kind of cool to see if you're like if you have been an hour this whole time and you're like, oh my god, finally! <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like I have no idea what my people are like, what their culture <laughs> is, or where I'm from. Um, but turns out they're not that not that friendly to outsiders, just much like much like many other people. But even more so, get explained that like, listen, <sighs> I don't know how to describe their brand of isolationism. But it's a little bit more empathetic. Uh, what are what's what do you have in your notes? I mean, I just have that like it's you know um it's it's founded by refugees and mainly like they're they're so isolationist not because they're selfish but just because they are they've lived through sort of like you know exile and fleeing and everything and they mm. take their safety and security incredibly seriously. Um. Yes. So it would not do to have just to to treat with with outsiders. I think people, everyone would get. Well, it's, it's, it's at this, it's at this point but where Lise starts to worry, and she's like, "Boy, we've like done a bunch of chores and like mm-hmm. done like a water ritual and everything." Did Gotsetsu think it would take us this long to get back to him? Yeah, I hope he's okay. Back and in then, the village, and then we get yeah, and then we get the cutscene. We get another cutscene. Uh, the cutscenes in this section are extremely good. Um, why don't you take us through this cutscene? Okay, so our guy with the hammer is just beating the shit out of Gosetsu. Hello, I'm Grinevart. Grinevart, that's Hello. right. Hello, hammer time. And Yusetsu is all, y- Yotsuyu is all just kind of like walking around being like, oh, this filthy tavern, I can't stand it. It's so filthy here. And Gosetsu like taunts her and is like, you know, he calls it what, like the orphan of the Naori, the widow of the Sashihai. Hmm. Yeah, orphan of the Nayuri, widow of the Sashihai. Like it's like, oh, it must have been so joyous for you to to be revenged on us all. Mm-hmm. And she gets really pissed off, and this is where she steps on his head. Oh yeah, a, a, a couple, another couple of Dutch angles here. <laughs> yeah, the energy is just <laughs> off the charts. Energy off the charts. Big whooshing sound as she raises her knee up and slams on his head. There's a whole lot of um, 
she says like, well, basically you know nothing, right, or whatever. Um, Not nearly enough. This, My appetite for your agony is bottomless. You will debase yourself in mud and piss. Speaking if of I could carve thirst. how much I hate you onto every inch of every one of my blood vessels, it would not begin to match one thousandth of one percent of the amount that I hate you. It is at this point that I debated showing you something, and I decided against it. And it is now at this point in the live recording where I'm going to search in the words Yoshi P. You know Yoshi P? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The producer. Step on me, please. Oh, no. Is this is this from a convention? <laughs> this is from... Um, what is this from? This is from... I don't know. I think it's from a Final Fantasy fan fest. Somebody has a really look at this lovely Yotsuyu cosplay. Really good cosplay, yeah. What it's just incredible. Just incredible. Um I'll I will insert the audio of this here as we listen to it. Team designed the character, but looking at what you have done with your costume, uh, especially with your hair, the details of your embroidery, everything is so accurate. Even the makeup, uh, the neck details, everything has been recreated so close to what's in game. So we were very impressed. Step on me, please. <laughs> Applause, please. <laughs> Holy shit. That's his only comment? <laughs> he doesn't speak much English. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, it is an excellent <laughs> costume. She deserved to win. <laughs> so, yeah. That that moment. Oh, good. It's, it's extremely obvious in the waveforms where I'm going to insert that audio. That's good. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, yes. <laughs> so that scene is very famous. Yep. Okay. I mean, you know, hey, <laughs> people are into what they're into. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Like that's that basically get. I mean, meme meme to death. But yeah, no, uh, that is extremely funny. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of like stands there, sort of like motionless, like. Mm. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> like, am I honored? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so stepped on she, that happened and back in back yep. in the back in the town back in the town in um the, she's in the darkness to taunt him the, oh. the mighty darkness the magatama dreams sorry there's one more reveal oh, i think really? we get because she reveals that he actually swore his fealty to the empire and like fought as part oh, of yeah, the empire right, for a bit also and then and then like went renegades in that also. So more dark history for Gosetsu. The theme for this episode is I forget one detail of every single quest. <laughs> and she's like, "Look, like you fought with the Empire once. Join us again. Help me track down this missing heir." And Gosetsu's like, yeah, "Yeah, I don't remember where that missing heir is." And she's like, "Oh, fuck off!" And the hammer guy hits him again. Yeah, hammer. <laughs> Time to kick. Um, in the darkness, the Magataga Magatama dreams. So while we're considering our next move here, some of the locals in the Aura Bubble Village approach us, and they they basically like, hey, um, you know, our daughter fought in the rebellion. She left, and we haven't heard anything. Is she okay? Do you know anything of her? The outside world's kind of closed off to us here. Fabulous. And her name is, wait for it, her name is Natasha. No, her name is Yugiri. <laughs> we get her backstory. Her name is Natalie Merchant. <laughs> so basically this is yugiri's home village she snuck out as a kid and came back radicalized turned into a marxist and years later she left to follow the path of the shinobi (laughs) that's exactly what marx did (laughs) um so they give us a blacklight 
um, and they explicitly say not to use it in their bedroom. So we go out into the sea and we we play our little hot and cold game for the stone because we were looking for this magic stone for yeah. the for, for the turtle that, the, that the red cojin lost the or whatever. Cogen. I don't mm-hmm. freaking remember. It's full disclosure. We played this content like three weeks ago, and now we're recording this episode. So okay. some of the details may be lost. So we do it. We swim around and we shine the black light and we find the magical Magatama stone that was mm-hmm. dropped out of a boat. And we take it back to the Cojin, and they're like, yes, okay, good. Cool. We got your rock. What Very now? well done. Here, take the ceremonial knife. It will open the sealed treasure vault. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, so we're going to go and take their treasure? Well, little, so, little, little Persona 5. <laughs> we're just going to create the appearance of attacking their treasure. We're not actually going to steal it, Aww. but it, because it's, so, of, it's of such religious significance to them, mm. if we were to attack it, all of the red who are like acting as mercenaries in the region will basically like feel religiously compelled to come back and defend it over whatever their obligations to the so guardians are. So what did we need are. the rock for? Why couldn't we just attack it with the knife? Uh, because, you know, it would be sacrilege to intrude on it just for something crass like that. So oh. we can only break in if it's to return the stone to its rightful resting place. Oh. To please the kami. Okay. It's a reverse heist. It is a reverse heist. You're breaking in to return things. The next quest is breaking and delivering. This is the most intrusive DoorDash you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> we did consider that For the sketch. <laughs> we considered a sketch where the DoorDash had to, <laughs> had to go underwater and then break into someone's house to deliver. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here with the magical stone. I don't. Uh, the entrance to the tunnel is underwater. I don't know that I can go underwater. Can you? Can you come to the surface? Uh, no. no. I'm in a meeting, so the <laughs> we exact that this quest basically is where we just exact the plan. We go oh, to the uh, we go underwater. The only way into this island is through an underwater kind of tunnel, and we we enact the plan. We break in. Break, we create diversions. The red we, commander. We knife the, we knife the vault. Um. And we bring the stones back, and suddenly, <laughs> suddenly the stones start. To, well, the coach and our they're pissed off. The red, the coach and the red are the plan is working, but there's a hitch. Ah, uh, <laughs> well, the artifacts on the altar. Now that we've returned the stone, there's also a big round gem and a sword, mm-hmm. and they begin to fly up in the air and well, yeah, swirl around. The gem is the magatama, and they the resonate. Sword. So the sword is the knife, right? Some, something and then there's like a helmet it's a helmet or something yeah it's like the, it's caldra from mirrodin no mm-hmm. one remembers that um or oh, the mirror right mirror and so uh and they begin to speak and they you know they're basically like a big booming intoning voice oh who uh-oh. has made us whole wait the kami are real oh <laughs> yeah and the red leader is watching and he's like he's like can i have an intercession can you like <laughs> <laughs> And the kami is like looking, but the kami are more fascinated with us. They're like, you just brought the jewel to your enemy's vault. What are you doing? <laughs> That's weird. You're weird. Well, awesome. Such audacity so, celebration. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> A contest of wills will mark the occasion. Oh, boy. Well, uh, we don't, we just, we just kind of wanted to, 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 to make some noise, really. We didn't, we don't really want to fight a, uh-oh. So the, the the stones swirl, and then suddenly an object of worship, and Manifests. and the emotion and the, the the despair and extreme emotions of the cogen manifests into you guessed it, Natalie Merchant. It's a I kind of like. I did not see this coming. I don't know. Like you know, it's kind of like oh fuck. Two the episodes pieces. of the content, I was like, oh, primals, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> but I, the, the clues were there. <laughs> There's a kind of a, a beast tribe and a whole system of religion. And yeah, they, they did give us all the clues. Well, fuck. <laughs> we can't quite leave right now because there is a realm-threatening primal that we summoned. <laughs> that can just do Lord of the Revel. God, a god of Revel, isn't it? Oh, I have Lord. Could be God. Okay. Know. Oops. It's one of those. It's likely yours. My notes <laughs> up until this point have been inconsistent at best. Uh, email us. <laughs> Which one of us is right? So um, this primal is Susano. Susano, yes. We queue up for Susano. Actually, we don't queue up. We queue up for Susano, and it's like, man, this is taking forever. And I have the idea. What if we do it in Party Finder? Oh, right. This was great. This was excellent. This was so good. The Final Fantasy XIV community is so, so good. We did up for Party Finder. I put in a note saying, hey, it's Pulu Tribute. My friend's a Sprout. We're taking it through the MSQ, and the queue's taking forever. And then it fills up in like a minute. <laughs> we get a full group of eight people coming to help us out and they're all cheering him on they're all super friendly they're all really friendly really super wonderful i forgot to like write their names down that would have been cool if i'd give them a little shout out <laughs> but i also don't want to dox them in final fantasy so we're sure it's fine we we then get into uh susano which is just a really fun kind of lightning and water the aspected elemental he's got like these big or he's got these just big area of effects and then he like blocks off all the arena except for a tiny sliver and then knocks someone away and they have to run back in with a stack marker uh on the line <laughs> balancing um and that's basically the first phase and then he be, then um as i'm sure you'll you'll recall alex um he dumps into he jumps into his pools and comes out seven times larger <laughs> very large extremely large big as a building mm-hmm. that man and um, at the, it is worth noting that at the beginning of the fight, I, I to the other six party members, I said, you should probably let Zagreus do the thing. Wink, wink. And it is at this point that the thing starts to happen. And you're like, go over there. Get in there. Click on the thing. And I'm go like, and click. I, like, I did not. I didn't. I knew from Alexander 11 that if I was at all vague about what you were supposed to do, you were not going to do it. And it was going to not be cool. So, so I said, go and click on the thing. It tells you to click on it. So I rushed up and clicked on the thing. Ran and clicked on the thing. And then I said, oh, also keep clicking. <laughs> <laughs> so you go, uh, your character goes up and braces itself, right? Yes. And what happens next? Um, well, it's, I click the button extremely rapidly. Mm-hmm. And what happens though? Did you even notice what was happening? It was a giant fucking sword, Alex. It was a giant fucking sword. Okay, you didn't go. It's three weeks ago. I'm so sorry. I'm yes. I'm like I'm I'm holding off his giant fucking sword. Good with point. My little like brace sword. He's just sword. like, like and you were like, ah. Oh! Yes, it's a giant oh, no! sword, and I have to hold him off all by myself I, with this like quick time event type thing. Yeah, and then everyone else has to hit the sword. Yes, and knock it back with the DPS okay. spells. That's They're all hitting the sword yes. and knocking it back. Yeah, it's funny. Do you fucking remember? I think it was three weeks ago. I just said it. Um, yes. So you do that, and then you do it again. <laughs> you do it again. And it's just it again. the second time. Yeah, the second time it hurts a little bit more. But um, uh, yeah, uh, fight fucking rules. Um, the music changes. It's. I actually like the first phase music a little more. The music is like a little, little pan flutey, little get little drum beats and it's kind of it's kind of cheerful and fun and then the second one's just like a little bit more of a slower orchestral version a little bit more epic but like in a way that's yeah why did it slow down i don't know should have been just as fast because he's he's, that's his whole deal but anyway sweet fight 
really good fight. Um, wanted to just paint that picture for the listeners at home. It was very fun, and it was so awesome that the community just came together like randomly to do that. I was like, you get because there's one mechanic like you get bonus poem, poem poetics tombstones for helping people who are new. So just like sure, why not? This fight takes like two seconds. Well, <laughs> I mean, just like it, it's like it was an active chat box, and everyone was kind of like friendly, oh, yeah. and cheering us on, and it's like having a good time. It, it, it sound it felt. I like forgot really to good. drop the podcast though. Too that was my that was on me. I could I could have could have could have done promo. If you're listening now and you remember this random time that you queued up for Susano like three weeks ago, let us know. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> anyway, we beat him. We did. Um and um looks like that's where my notes ended <laughs> so so what happens here oh, no, is there's more so the confederacy is basically like off the coast kind of watching to see if we'll be successful uh-huh. and uh all of a sudden soroban jumps out of the water and like explains what's going on it's like look the red are at the vault the mercenaries are gone they've abandoned their posts and rasho leader of the confederates is like he contemplates it and he's My like god they did it well you know it's a shitty village but the drinks were good so they put on their masks yeah. and they're here to, to liberate the village times so he's kind of shitty about it too he's like we, we didn't really agree to anything in writing or like whatever and then russia's like quit being a bitch let's go <laughs> back at the inn start event huh hammer guy <laughs> stern event hidden no, it's Grunevart. 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 I'm start writing these names down. <laughs> Back at the inn, Grunevart is just sick of beating up on Gosetsu. He just can't beat anything out of him. And so Yotsu so, is... Yeah, so he enacts his next phase of torture, which is to turn on the boon box and play Natalie Merchant. That doesn't work la, out. La, la, He's like, Gosetsu's like, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> So we get that for like 45 minutes of cutscene, I think. Like, I mean, when they said like, you know, warning, a lot of cutscenes will play in sequence. They mostly were talking about this one. I don't know any other Natalie Merchant songs. <laughs> no, it's just on loop. So then, <laughs> that phase fails. And so we go on to phase three, which is uh, Yotsuyu will uh, kill a hostage every time he refuses to answer. Mm. And Gosetsu's like, look, you hurt them, you get nothing. And it's like, this seems like a stalemate. And suddenly fighting outside. Ah. Like, yeah, I'm getting nothing anyway. So I may as well just kill some people I hate. <laughs> <sighs> okay. And Yotsu- Yotsuyu is really annoyed at all of this. And all of a sudden, Rasho bursts in with his halberd and he swings mm. it around and everyone's like, whoa. Jesus. And she dodges it pretty skillfully, actually. Like, she, mm. like, I think she like bends over backwards here to duck mm. under the swing. No, I think I think Grindavat does or goes, somebody does. But she just kind of stands there and he kind of like. Doesn't hit her. Just doesn't hit her because yeah. she's like not intimidated. Right. She's like she always knows where to stand to not be hit at any given mm-hmm. time. She she knows the choreography really well. She's really confident that the fellow actors are not going to hit her with the sword. Back at the vault, Lisa and Alice are still distracting all of that the... Uh... reminds me. I know we wanted to keep this short, but that remi- Wow, I just got a flashbulb memory from high school. We what? were learning. Um, we were learning sword fighting, fighting from a choreographer for Pirates of Penzance. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and like one of the... Th- like I, I volunteered because I'm one of those sword teens, you know. <laughs> no, you, I, I can see that. <laughs> yeah you were of course i was um and so i volunteered to like go up there and he was like okay stand over there and then he like points the sword as far as he extends his arm as far as he can towards me and he says great uh now if like if you're the proper distance away and you're doing the choreography you can make your swings as dramatic as possible and you're you're certain you're certainly not going to hit them right but so he like yeah, does it, and like I'm not in his radius, and then he just starts swinging like <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. 
it's like I am swinging like Chris, and this guy's scared shitless. And I was like, I'm not scared shitless. This is cool as hell. But it was you still fair, like you faced death in the eye I that did, day. I, like, I was like, oh yeah, you also reminded me of me in that moment where it's just it wasn't like a sharp, but it was still like I wouldn't have wanted to get hit at that force with a blunt object. That's for damn sure. I've got nothing to live for. No, I was like, this is cool as hell. But yeah, that was like how he demonstrated like, okay, this is how you could do sword play safely. You just stay out of range and you plant your feet. You don't move your feet. And then you hit each other's swords and you're not even actually in each other's radius to get hit with the swords. That's pretty rad. I would have screamed and fallen back. It was it was really cool. But yeah, he, he did not hold back. Um, and that's what the scene reminded me of, obviously, because the spear went like right in front of her she was just like eh. <laughs> she, she also maybe doesn't have a lot to live for i hope that everyone enjoyed that jerome fact jerome future, story jerome stories in future episodes no you won't probably not never again i'm never gonna tell a story i don't fucking know most of the stuff about him okay so <laughs> <laughs> who is he <laughs> uh yeah continue on whatever okay uh at least in Alice said the turtles, you know, mm. we show up to try and support them. Nice. Uh, the turtles are like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're not going to let you go now. You were attacking our vault. And we're like, look, we have no quarrel with you. Just the Garleans. Can we please just leave? Rather than and can we please just leave? We're just like, okay, well, two of us are going to leave. And then Alice will stay behind. And then she's like, oh, you're going to let them leave. And she kills like six of them. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Fancy red mage shit. And so we flee. And Lisa's like, I have to go back for her. And she's being all very self-martyring. She, this is all her fault. She can't let anyone else die for her cause, et cetera, et cetera. And then Alice climbs out of the water like immediately. <laughs> like, what? No, I was buying you time. I wasn't going to stay in there forever. Who do you think I have? Ghost sets? <laughs> I don't need to get stepped on. That sucks. I'm not into that. Okay. Lisa gives her a hug. It's sweet. It's very nice. Okay. But uh, that, to be to fair village. to Lisa, oh. though, she's just like probably a little triggered. Yeah. Okay. With the Papalimo stuff. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. People have been dying lately. Yeah um cool okay so we go back to the village alex said that all the soldiers are gone the confederacy drove them off and our final quest for today is tide goes in imperials go out tide goes in imperials go out tide goes in imperials go out which is basically like you know we run around time run around time run around town kind (laughs) of just like aiding you know people in town if i could run around time (laughs) i would find a way did it come on join in Oh yeah, we're back, baby. We're gonna get. We're not. We used to. I can't sing. You know I can't sing. <laughs> boy, boy, howdy! You know I can't Any sing. Magic the Gathering fans out there? Because you know what song we sang every time somebody played the card "Dig Through Time." It was that one. <laughs> Couple of our friends listening are got a real treat just now. Real nostalgia treat. Continue. Enjoy that flashback <laughs> here on FFXIV, like, The Fix. About 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 ten minutes, five minutes later, right after I said a no more Jerome stories, I immediately dropped a Jerome story. <laughs> um, Our podcast is pivoting. Tide goes in, Imperials go out. What's What happened? If we could run around time? Yeah, we run around town. We help people. We get to the inn. We find, you know, Gosetsu, Yatsu, you got away. Everyone else got away. Um, it looks like... Oh, and, and basically, like, because it's a good outcome, because the fight looks like it was between the Confederacy and the Empire, the villagers are not going to take the heat for this. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, the villagers fought back. It's going to be like, oh, the Confederacy got involved. They're the ones who the Empire needs to focus on. Villagers probably not going to just get randomly killed by an army rolling through town. So we're like, okay, great, awesome. Time for us to now go and bring freedom to Doma. 
which means that we are on to Yangxia, the crucible of the rebellion. And then, uh, right, oh, but remember, fear changes men, and be careful of who we trust. Okay, that's our final line. Hmm. That's the end. So, the official lyrics to the Dig Through Time song, I've <laughs> searched our friend Discord <laughs> and found them for you. It was like, if I could dig through time, uh, if I could find a way, I would if, take back the worms I fed you. Oh, this is drawn from dreams. Oh, if I could fish through time. <laughs> That's another one. Oh, boy. This is really important that I'm keeping this in. If I could dig through time... If I could find a way, I could reach the card. Something about this. If I could reach other cards out of seven, draw two. Then I cast it. Cast it for double blue. <laughs> 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 if you know, ma- if you know Magic the Gathering, you know. <laughs> oh man, we have you fun know here. Cool. Well, there's a that's a separate like sub niche for our very already very niche podcast. <laughs> I'm sure. Look, we are expanding our reach tenfold. Oh, the Gathering boy. is huge. That game is played by everyone. I haven't played that game in so long. I haven't played the game since I last played it with you, which is yeah. also very long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, same. I'm trying to sell my cards more, more and more of them. Buy a freaking house with it. Cool. That was uh, the the recap content of uh, this the next for the next episode. We are going to go into Tiansha, the the heart of the matter, and see how things are going there. I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're not fine. bad at all sure they're fine but for now um you know what we gotta do we gotta talk to our we gotta we gotta check our retainers i was just doing that before this podcast i was like fuck i'm trying to make money here I'm trying to make money here i got i got back into crafting i'm up to 30 million gal i'm gonna buy that gilded mikoshi mount and it's gonna be fucking awesome but first we're gonna take a trip to the market board all right well okay so i i don't know if you can tell can, can you it's been like four weeks since we last like you know recorded and everything uh-huh. have you like seen like all the gains i've put on since then have you seen these seps have you seen my tries have you seen these quints i have been i have been bulking up and it is thanks to the all new diet that i've been trying oh good i guess that's it <laughs> just kidding you know our, <laughs> our, that was the I really tickled myself with that. Go on. Our ancestors knew the proper way to eat. You know, before we introduced things like meat or vegetables into our diet, Uh-oh. they understood that there was one superfood that contained all the nutrition that was required to live a human life at peak performance. Is it boilant? Is it like gay soylent? Where you could go- <laughs> no, that'd be very good. <laughs> boilant would be good. No, this is almonds. It's just almonds. Oh, Okay. Only it's uh, it's almonds, A-L-L-O-M-N-D-S, because all you do is eat almonds. Okay. And like, you know, ever since I've been, you know, um, ever since I've been on the all almond diet for the last four weeks, I've seen incredible transformations in my body. Uh-oh. Some might call my figure emaciated. I call it lithe and mm. powerful. Mm. And I, I've definitely... How powerful? <laughs> the, What's the, your squat? The headaches that I get every single day are just a manifestation of my incredible psychic powers that are How much to- do you squat? 68 that's oddly specific and low <laughs> just one below one more you should do one more one more pound next time <laughs> give that a shot yeah you gotta you gotta increase your weight 
So I am offering all of our listeners a chance to get on the Almond Diet with the Almond Diet Cookbook from our sponsors at almond.net. Why are you offering that? Why are you? Why though? Because mankind was not meant to live like this. We weren't meant to engage in all these processed foods. We weren't meant to consume all these complex carbohydrates. We get everything we need from one simple nut. That's right. That's 100% correct. We do get everything we need from one nut. And that's these are the things we believe in at Storm Buds. We, we, that's why I ask these questions, you know? We just got to make sure that you know that we believe in, in almond. Yes, because with the almond cookbook, you will get a tremendous variety of recipes for crushing, grinding, cooking, sautéing, smoothieing, and otherwise processing almonds to unlock their metronutrients. Can you roast them? No, you don't roast them. Roasting them is bad because you have to do that with seed oils, and seed oils are terrible for you. Can you um, can you baste them? You could baste them with tincture of almond. Yes, okay. you could baste the almonds with almond extract. Can you poach them? Yeah, you can poach almonds. I had poached almonds for breakfast. Awesome, awesome. Um, can you um, mix them? I wouldn't mix them. That's a quick way to re- like um, you know release toxic fumes. Okay, okay. Um, can you, uh, can you like pulse them in a food processor and then, um, and then air fry them? You can, but then you have to convert them into a paste afterwards. Okay. 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 Um, can you hydraulic press them? Um, would that, would that make the paste? Almost certainly. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, one more one more question. Um can you um can you poop? Oh, I haven't pooped in like 4 weeks. Okay, great. That's going to do it for the market board. <laughs> My body has been absorbing everything. <laughs> That's going to do it for the market board. Um now we're going to uh, just magic broom magic broom it up real quick. If you've been enjoying the past 19 episodes of Storybuds, next episode mm-hmm. 20. I haven't made 20 of anything in my life. Um if you have been enjoying these episodes, please be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. I know a lot of you are listening on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, real easy. Just click it. Click it now before I'm even done. Just click it. Click us at 5 and then say and then in the text box just say good. Good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just you know, do it. Um, Honestly, like you could even you could say bad in the text box as long as like the five stars are there. The mm, words that's don't really true. Matter. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, don't give us one star and say good though, because that's counterproductive. Yeah, no, no, don't, don't even. Why did you even say it? Now they have the idea. <laughs> you can find us also on uh, TikTok at Stormbuds, uh, and Instagram at Stormbuds Podcast. I th- yes. We can't. We can't consolidate this. Somebody has Stormbuds somewhere. Uh, <laughs> our email is stormbudspodcast at gmail dot com for sure. That yes, one I know. That's definitely correct. Uh, YouTube also Stormbuds, um, not podcast. <laughs> um, and I don't think we have any other socials right now. Um, and the yeah. So the next episode will be out for sure when uh, the. This is coming out the 7th. The next one will be out the 21st. Um, we should have a little uh, a fun announcement by then. Wink, wink. Alex doesn't know what I'm winking about. No, I really am confused. <laughs> I'll tell him after the fact. Um, but yeah, we're announcing the announcement. You know how much we like to do that at Storm Buds. Oh my 
God, I just let me end this podcast. We're part of the video game industry. Of course, we announce the announcement. That's what we do. Game Awards. Oh, boy. What's, uh, I watched those, sort of. Anyway, the... <laughs> where's fucking Silk Song? <laughs> God damn it. Give Hollow Knight Silk Song, where? I actually haven't played Hollow Knight. I probably would like it. Hollow Knight rules. Yeah, I'm okay with Metro- Metroidvania stuff. Um... That's going to do it for this episode of Stormbuds. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you even more if you rated and reviewed us. I'm getting I'm getting aggressive now. Grunt into the microphone. <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> no, I- Until next time. No, I don't do the thing. Born from Buds, Storm of Buds. We've been the Stormbuds, baby. Happy New Year. We're back. Yeah, hammer! Time to kick!